Triple M Breakfast thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Hurry into Chemist Warehouse for the Christmas fragrance sale. Shop our huge range of big brand fragrances at the lowest prices. Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Caxton Street, home of Suncorp Stadium, Lefties, Gambaros and the Caxton Hotel on 104.5 Triple M and the Listener App. This is Triple M Breakfast with Mardo, Margo and Dan. Triple M Breakfast. Podcast, welcome to it. Happy Friday, all that. Where's Donna? Hurry up, Donna. How are you going, sweetie? Happy Friday. Oh, thank you. Feature today. Yeah, Later early. early. Come on. Played early, but yeah, not often. That was four hours ago. You delete I it. Remember you what happened? Delete everything before Ten six minutes ago. In your brain. <laughs> we talked about John Lomit on the show today. You eulogised him beautifully, Marto. and changed Doug, the game of rugby union. Doug from Sunnybank Hills got in touch. All Blacks played a simple game with Jonah. Boys win the line out, scrum, pass the ball to Jonah, go back to halfway. That was about it. He was oh, yeah. extraordinary. Not to be confused with the other Jonah, who I thought you were talking Who's about the other initially. Jonah? Fuck you, miss. Jonah Takalua. Yeah. Oh. From Tonga. From Tonga. From, uh, Jonah, Jonah from Tonga. From Tonga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jonah Lomo go, and then, fuck you, wallabies. Fuck you, wallabies. And then you said Jonah died. And I was like, oh, okay. No. That's not funny anymore, is it? Yeah. Mm. Big man. Big heart. Yeah. A lot shit, of pumps. Shit, shit kidneys. kidneys. Shit, shit kidneys. kidneys. Yeah. And then a shit heart. Because yeah. he had a heart attack. I didn't know that Off bit. the I back knew, of kidney when, failure. Yeesh. And a DJ, oh, we won't spoil it, but it's an interesting story about the where someone donated Some Wellington to DJ who wanted to befriend him or whatever, you know, wanted to go, oh, I'll save the nation, gave him his kidney. And he kept playing? But remember Kerry Packer's helicopter pilot gave Kerry yeah. Packer one kidney? Did he? His, his helicopter pilot. So he's obviously flying and choppering him around somewhere, and he said, oh, my kidneys are rooted. Let's have one of these. I'll give you one, sir. We, I'd like to talk about, um, now, what is it called? Um, organ donation, because yeah. we were t- sitting around the table the other night talking about um, organ donation. Over a kidney pie. And the kids were like, oh, you know, we're talking about heart transplants yeah. and all different sorts of things. Anyway, um, they looked at me and they said, would you give us your heart, Mum? And I said, no, your dad would, though. Yeah. <laughs> give his, your dads. That's his job. And who's going to look after you? I've got to stay here and look after you. Exactly. Will your dad give you his heart? No, you can whip one out of a, my heart. You can whip one out of a pig now. They give you a pig heart. Oh. Yeah, pop one in. I don't know how long you last, but years. You can get years out of a pig heart. You wouldn't want a pig penis, though. Why not? Because yeah, of the corkscrew. Cork 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 it could be wrong? fun. Could, Mm. See, there's the optimism That's we a good need. Night out. There's the so optimism. So, has anyone ever? Is there such a thing as a pig dildo? Like at the shop, oh. at the adult shop? She, if you go into the a Hitachi store, Hitachi one thousand does a, have like a little curly thing on. Hitachi are oh. into that. Mm. Well, they're more power tools, so they've adapted their technology. <laughs> Powering mm. dildos. Wow. Uh, so, why don't good way to have one? And good you know, way to get arrested. Walk into a sex shop and go, "Sex shop and go, I need a dildo for my pig." Maybe Bunnings should start looking at stocking that. Perhaps mm. Ozito, Makita. They section. should all get on. It. Well, you know, there's a pet store next to every Bunnings or most Bunnings now. Pet barn? So, well, yeah. Yeah. Or below my Bunnings there is, you know, the one downstairs in the mm-hmm. car park. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't they have an adult store? Ooh, what are you doing with the chemist there? Have an adult store. Because that's good. While well, you're getting all your tools, get an animal for the adult, An animal adult store. Well, where do you get Not the peanut an animal butter adult for your dog store. to lick it off your balls? No, they could call it Monahans. Monahans. <laughs> 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 do you still want to talk schoolies here? 
I've told you before, I thought I invented it. I've got some tips too for the youngsters who are heading off down the M1. Oh. Mm. All right, if you've got tips or war stories, as in don't do what I did, call us one triple three five three. What did you get arrested for? We'd like some cautionary tales here of behaviour that's historical. Marta, you actually used to, I believe you have accepted a correction, you used to claim that you started school. Yeah, and then that was in 19, 1980 I finished school, but I went down 79 because all my mates were in grade 11. It was down at the Broadbeach hotel and then we had someone ring in and sent photos 1977 Ooh. is the earliest known schoolies week just lots of people mooching around we were all 17 the cops didn't used to check your id uh, margo nick from springfield is here nick when were you on schoolies what year hey how you going guys uh it was 2009 mm. i went what happened um, mate Highlight? Yeah, I'll, I'll set the scene quickly for you. I was a cray decky for about three months beforehand what? down in Tassie. Oh, you were a toolie? Um, this week you were a toolie? No, no, I was year 12. I'd just turned 18, um, and it was the dream to get up there. I'd spent three months at sea, come back with a fat wallet. I had about 30 grand in the in my pocket. Wow. Um, Crayfish. And fair to say, the dancing girls got a fair uh, okay. made their money. What an extraordinary schoolies tale. So what high school did you go to to be able to go cray fishing for three months and make 30 grand? Uh, so I lived on King Island in a place just oh, above. One of the oh, my God. What island life, one of the loosest places in Australia. Great it's King cheese, Island, cheese, good meat. Yeah. Oh, oh, my so Lord. Yeah, but so loose, loose turned, behaviour. Yeah. I, turned, I turned 18 while I was at sea and, I, you know, I'd come back and, I uh, booked me flights to go up, and I <laughs> I spent about a week there, and I had about a thousand bucks to be named and a few uh, charges when I got home. So you, you must have made some friends there. You would have been the only person with any dough. Yeah, I was, I was, and it was great. A few charges. Yeah, I got a couple of. Uh, oh, we don't need that bit. Mm. I got Doing picked up one day. No. You've got to do that up time. Oh, we were shooting people as they drove past along. What's the rich person? Never used Hedges. to be rich. Never used to be rich. Shooting? No, with uh, water pistols. And didn't realise right. it was a cop car. Hit him straight in the face. Oh, you're under arrest. Doing what that up crime. You've got to do that up time. Nick, what did you get arrested for? Uh, I had an indecent exposure. I just shaking head and think oh, lucky to be alive. Excuse me, you play that stupid sound effects where you're telling people to relax your butthole, and he can't say that he got arrested yeah. for indecent exposure. exposure. There's a difference Willie. between saying anus and exposing it to someone, right? Words Stop. and actions, Margot. Nick speaking, bum or Willie, Nick. <laughs> oh, uh, both. Triple yeah. <laughs> <laughs> M breakfast. Breakfasts, RBT game. Okay, let's meet David again. Two backpackers have pulled over. He's admitted to having drugs on board, so police need to ask a few more questions. So Backpacker, what kind of drugs? Marijuana? You'd think so, wouldn't you? I don't know, yeah. They're not the MDMA kind of people. Backpackers, oh, I don't think. Oh, they, they like I think a dance like... and a passion. Yeah. Twins, how much? Uh, uh, I'm going to say... Well, uh, I've got a bit more for you. Oh, okay. Don't go, yeah. yeah. Before coming to Australia, David toured Asia, where oh. he got his feet tattooed and toenails. Painted. Oh. That's my friend's initial. I was drunk in Thailand and. Uh, <laughs> really. Okay. I've changed my mind. What time? He's of, a bit of a lad. What time of the day or night is it? Night. Night. Right. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, positive MDMA. Mm. Oh, so but no alcohol. Oh yeah, no alcohol. So drug test positive. I'm right. going just over the limit. Uh, and drugged up too. He's he's got he's a, a quinella. All in. I'm going to go with Margot sober. 
but probably drugs. Two backpackers have pulled over. The driver has tested negative to drugs. Oh, we're all wrong. Boring. I mean, not boring. Well done. That's good. Don't drug and drive. What's the use of coming to Australia if you're not drunk and drugged up the whole time? So where was he hiding the drugs? What holiday's that? Where were the drugs? Try to relax your anus. (laughs) Spread them. Everybody meet James. Newcastle local James has just arrived at the station for his second breath test. Oh, here we go. Swearing you're calling my chance. Taking a swing and... I'm sorry, you're Oh, he's drunk. What, what was that there? He's positive. He's so he's, he's roadside, he's gone drunk. He's still drunk. In still fact, drunk. he's higher drunk. Margo? Higher. Yeah, yeah I'm going to go with Margo. I, I agree. Oh, snap in. Zero point zero five four, mate. He's oh, gone. Just over. Yeah, low level. Ooh, low level, know. that's six weeks. All right, last one here. Everybody meet Brian. He's on his way home after dropping off a friend. Your last drink was about an hour ago. Yes, sir. Okay, so just one long, <laughs> continuous breath. Like that, until I tell you to stop. <laughs> is that, is that Brian from is the Sydney packet? <laughs> oh, it just says Brian. <laughs> now, does Brian get up enough breath to blow into the, right. the breath, though? What happens here? Brian's drunk. Okay. No, I'm going to say Brian's sober. Okay. He's done well to come make... You two make... idiots. You know what happens on this show every show from <laughs> oh, here on out. Brian. <laughs> keep blowing, keep blowing, keep blowing. <laughs> Push Brian. Everything you got. Come on, Brian. Come on, Brian. <laughs> oh, no. oh, Brian's he died. dead again. Oh, Brian. Who killed Brian? Every show. Triple M Breakfast. Possible storm today. Bureau saying 15 mil of rain, so more rain than yesterday. A little bit cooler too, top of 31. But the weekend, looking great. Bit cloudy, the tops of 25, 26. Hey, guys, as much as I'd love to talk about uh, the swimming carnival that I attended yesterday, which I know we had planned about, I saw that there's some breaking news involving our uh, our favourite artist of all time, iconic in the history books of pop culture. Snoop Dogg has made a huge announcement, Marto, uh, mm. and you might know Snoop Dogg uh, from his weed company that he has, Leafs by Snoop. Mm. Uh, you might know him. Nope. Uh, well, I think he's sometimes He's synonymous rats. from smoking weed. He yeah. just always constantly has a joint in his hand. You know, Smoke he... Smoke weed every day. Yeah, he's he a part, Did you know he's a rapper too? Part-time. Is he a remind me what, rapper? Remind me what songs he did do when he was... Was he Smoke ever famous? Smoke weed every day. That one. That's Drop all it. I know him for. Well, you might know uh, him from the menu log ads as well. Did somebody say menu log? Me. Get delivery like a G. See, hungry dogs got Imagine the munchies perfect. Snoop Dogg gets. Could you imagine, oh, wow. shit, like, the most perfect marketing? Like, a guy who smokes a lot of weed is going to have what? The munchies. So he's going to want to eat some food. And what do you want when you've got the munchies? You want your food delivered to you because don't mm. drug and drive. It's dangerous, all right? And you uh, But turns out, breaking news, he's what? not going to be smoking anymore. Breaking news, Snoop Dogg is quitting weed. Yeah, you heard me correctly. Well, if you own mm. shares in a weed, company, sell. Sell immediately. <laughs> this is your warning. Turns out he is dropping it like it's hot, the weed. It's going. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it, Drop like, it like it's hot. hot.
Smart kids, don't do it. Don't look bad confused, kids. Smart what, What's going on here? This will be getting played at your, at your party hole at the golf. He said uh, after many years of consideration. Oh, so you're serious? Yeah, no, yeah. serious. Oh, okay. He said after many years of consideration and talks with my family, I've decided that uh, I'm going to be giving up the smoke, as he calls it. So he's on the gummies. <laughs> Is he vaping? I don't know. I'm not making any estimations, but I do know <laughs> that maybe he might be turning to alcohol instead. Gin and Juice, one of his songs, Marto, you asked. I'm very unaware what, of what any of this. What are some of Snoop Dogg's songs? Uh, but no, he's given up the weed. So I just thought maybe I'd let you know there's a job opening uh, for the king What's of the, the smoke. Well, somebody to take the title of King of Smoke. I'm just, Mm. just in case anybody wanted to know, uh, Snoop Dogg is bowing out from the title that he has held uh, for many years. We'll have to update this. Because I am the rum lord. I'm the smoke lord. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't making any suggestions. I was just letting everybody know, breaking news, Snoop Dogg's giving up the smoke. Gummies, you're right. That's all. Big news. Little gummy dogs. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Triple M Breakfast. We've been there for it all. Four and 20, Australia's original. Fan food. Four and twenty pies. Thank you. On this day in sport, well, it's tomorrow actually, Margot. November 18, 2015. God, has that been eight years? It was the day that John Alomu, the man who changed the whole face of rugby union, died. Oh. What a day it was. Do you, I don't know if you ever saw him play, Margot. I remember the name. He was incredible. He changed the game of rugby union. What used to happen before John Alomu came along in 1994... Um, wingers were all skinny, little, scared, fast people. They ran fast out of fear because mm. they were just, oh, we've got a couple of spare jerseys here. Oh, I'll give it to those little fellas. And the, that it's was like a wingers. rabbit at the greyhound. Yeah. yeah, it was like <laughs> the rabbit. And and they, as soon as somebody caught them, they'd just throw the ball away. And then along came John Alomu. And I'll tell you something a lot of people won't realise. In 1994, he was the youngest all-black of all time. And they played him at flanker on the side of the scrum. Maybe number eight, if someone rings up, just ignore them. They played him in the forwards because <laughs> that's where he grew up playing because he was enormous. Mm. He was 120 kilograms Big and he boy. could run the 100 metres in 10.9 seconds. If you can imagine Jesus. that. It was the change in the guard and went wow, hold on. That kid there, that Lomu kid, he's enormous. He can play in the forwards, but did you see him run just before? Let's throw him on the wing. And he had this fend, Margot. His arm was so long because he was six foot four, six foot five around there. His arm was so long, no one could get close enough to make any impact on, on stopping his progress. Wow. He was also so, so was far. he the blueprint for like your Wendell Sailors and Thank your Lottie you. to He allowed these enormous. Oh, otherwise, Wendell and Lottie and those guys, and all the way through to Daniel Tupo, all those kids would still be playing in the forwards because. They were big, but he allowed big kids with a little bit of speed to play on the wing and score these tries. There was one day in the in the I was there at Cape Town. Was it Cape Town? Yes, it was Cape Town. And I was ten meters back when he scored his third try. He scored four tries in a Rugby World Cup semi final against England, full house at Cape Town. Four tries. No one could tackle him. I thought someone might die that day, (laughs) and that's when he was at his peak. He was twenty years of age. His name gets tossed around a lot when people discuss the greatest ever. Would that be? He was Donald Bradman, he was Muhammad Ali, he was Tiger Woods of Rugby Union. Actually, here's one of those tries. New Zealand maintaining possession. Wide to Lomu. He's got the bounce. He's handed off his opposite. Lomu. Oh, oh. Oh, It's like that. What's that movie? Meg Ryan. (laughs) 
all I want to cheese at me. And that's what you did. It was incredible. You never won a World Cup, I just read. All right, the next Saturday to that try when he scored four tries. So he was dynamic. He scored more tries than anyone else at any World Cup. Um, so he comes out the next Saturday in South Africa at their home in their home mm. World Cup. They double and triple teamed him. They only they had one tactic. They wow. said, kick the shit stop, out of the ball. And, <laughs> and whenever he gets the ball, I would need two people. Don't leave because he get wound up after three metres, he was unstoppable. They hit him the minute he got the ball. Mm. And the South Africans ended up winning that game 15-12. He went on to play 73 matches for the All Blacks. He had a terrible kidney disease. um, He grew up in a very violent part of uh, of Auckland. Mm. Uh, Mother brought him up, said, listen, play sport and keep away from all these uh, these murders and attacks and stuff. But he had a kidney problem. Some DJ in Wellington gave him one of his kidneys as a... Not what? a publicity. Well, the DJ was doing it for a publicity stunt. That's lovely, but if, if he was on dialysis, a, yes. he was playing footy. Uh, he dialysis. played his last test in two thousand and two. Uh, he bowed out of first class rugby the following year yeah. when he needed dialysis three times a week. Mm. Listen, had a kidney transplant in two thousand. That, that's great, but if I offer you various professions to take internal organs from, is a DJ no, probably lowest? DJ's on the kidney. Well, DJ's mm. liver might be the worst mm, going yeah. around. And then so therefore, for twelve years he lasted. He I think he got he a played second up until kidney. 2010. And he had that kidney thing early in his career. Right? Early on, yeah, when really he was 20. Early. It was discovered early, played Man. with it. He died, well, so what's that, eight years ago tomorrow. Yeah, John well. Alomu, your impact has still been felt. What a wonderful eulogy. Triple M Breakfast. I haven't seen Amelia mention this at all, and sometimes she needs to be just given a little clip over the snout. Come on, this is a big news story. Wallabies in Vietnam, and I thought to myself, yep, we got beaten by Fiji, beaten by Wales, now we're playing Vietnam. That's probably our standard. And then I realised, you know what, have you seen this story? She doesn't mean quite Cooper. I mean the, the animals, the wallaby. No, the little little jumpy wallabies. Like kangaroos. Small kangaroos. They found them in Vietnam wandering around Here she the is, streets Amelia. of northern you Vietnam. You missed a big story, you mate. You missed this story, she- love. Listen, so they found all these... What we're looking at is wallabies in Vietnam where they certainly shouldn't be, says some idiot who's, who's docked A wallaby's native to Australia? Yeah. So yeah. someone has illegally imported them from here no to one, there? No one else has a hopping creature like the kangaroo or wallaby. Ooh, yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking, did. My first thought is, of course, you remember how they used to, after the war on the islands throughout the Pacific, they'd occasionally come across a Japanese person in 1965 who didn't know the war was over. Yeah, and he wouldn't believe it. When they said, no, come out, he goes, it's a trap. Where <laughs> they part, when was the Vietnam War in the 60s and early 70s, yeah. were they part of a special Australian contingent like drug sniffer dogs? Were oh. they special explosive sniffing wallabies? Did they use them in the Coochie channel, tunnels? Well, during- this, is, this is what happens after war. They leave tanks there and stuff. Oh, have we left our wallabies over there after the war? Why well, do we need to get them back and venerate them? Do we have a ceremony, mm. give them medals, thank you for your service? There's but nearly this, 200. No, no, these would be the, child, the children of those wallabies. So I don't think wallabies live that long. Right. So these are uh, this smart ass stolen here. valor. Some bloke is going, there's a chance that they're part of an illegal wildlife trade worth building per year. I don't know. What's a wallaby worth? I don't know. Over in... What do they want them for? Their fur. Or fur... Is there wallaby burgers going on? <laughs> oh, anyway? dear. We're getting close to playing the disclaimer. Yeah, okay, Let's okay, just okay. put Rick I'll Springfield on and everyone. Illegal, tra- illegal trafficking is is illegal. <laughs> Triple M Breakfast. Don't you know Marto, Margo and Dan on the radio. Triple M Breakfast with Marto, Margo and Dan. 
Margo, I know you love your cricket. Um, mm. And Amelia gave it a pretty good wrap-up there. So it was the Australians last night in the semi-final against South Africa. They've won the game. They were chasing 213. Only seven down when we got the total. Pat Cummins was in batting. She had Pat Cummins on there, the captain of Australia, solar panel Pat. And uh, he was saying, looking forward to the game on Sunday. There'll be mainly Indians there because it's in Mumbai. At uh, They'll be playing at Wank. I think it's Wankhead. W-I-N-K-H-E-D-E. Is that Wankhead Stadium? That's how I would say it. Phonetically. Um, But here's the controversy. Okay, Australia-India. We're at long odds because they haven't been beaten. They're at home. There's trouble. Have you seen the conspiracy? What's happening? When Pat Cummins tosses the coin at the start of the game, if it's his toss, but we haven't been the home team too often, and every other captain, they just toss it straight up in the air, okay? Hmm. What this Roshitama... Is that their captain's name, Roshit Armour or something? Ro- Hit, Ro- are you, Rohit Sharma. Are you doing this intentionally? Wankhead no. and now Roshit. Rohit Sharma. Rohit Sharma. That's what I and said. And you're banned from mentioning Quinton. To cock. <laughs> well, he got out. He's the number three batsman. I'm just telling it. That's Clean not what up. I want to do here. You led him into that. That's I want to tell fault. you, <laughs> you have a look at Rohit Sharma, their captain. When he tosses it... What's been happening? This has been spotted by some eagle-eyed people. He's been doing a huge one and it's been going way over there and the two captains stand there next to the camera and someone goes over to the coin and just says, oh, heads, and he seems to win every toss. Is Are you insinuating there's a cheating allegation? No, I'm not. I'm just pointing something out. All right, just watch Sunday evening when Australia play them at Wankhead. You wait and see how far he throws the coin. There's something going on. It could be a double-headed coin. If you're a... What? Could be a double-headed coin. Exactly. No one would know. Solar panel, Pat, check that out. Next you'll tell me the Indians prepare their pitches for the Indian team to play on. I don't believe it. Are you telling me that the Indians say we don't want any grass on the pitch? (laughs) How dare you? That is one hell of an allegation. Triple M breakfast. Can we talk about this, mate of mine? Actually, you know him, the bloke who runs... um, uh, Bob Jane at McGregor. Yeah. He's always texting me. Big part of the right. show. I need to apologise. He was the family. His family was the one we went to Wimbledon with. I claimed that he went in to see Kyrgios. He sent me a text going. He was very upset. He very upset. He <laughs> said, I hate that prick too. <laughs> Don't <laughs> you associate me with him. When we were talking John Milman. You've, you've libelled me yeah, on air. Right. I would never watch So sorry, Kyrgios. Brad. I apologise. So who did Brad go see then? Not Kyrgios. No, Williams. he went to Centre Court and ah. saw Serena Williams that day. Mm. Anyway, anyway what he, he sent me a note yesterday because after he'd finished a hard day on the tyres there, Bob Jane had a round of golf. At, he lives out near Indrapilly somewhere. And, and he was walking up, like this is just as the sun was going down yesterday. He said about quarter past six or so, I'm walking up and a helicopter lands right in front of the clubhouse. And he thought, oh, like one of the members Ooh. has had a heart attack. The PGA's, <laughs> the PGA's just around the corner. No, but that's at Royal Queensland. This is oh, an intro. No, but they might be doing some oh, practice. Yeah, all right. Or Cam Smith trying jump. to fly under the radar. Oh, wouldn't he fly? He'd fly a helicopter, well, wouldn't he? You're not really Imagine flying under the radar if you're landing no, on no, a helicopter. No, <laughs> flapping in the breeze <laughs> under was, the radar. It, it wasn't the life flight. It wasn't <laughs> one of the TV choppers. And he's gone, what the hell's this? He pulls up. And there's a, you know how schoolies starts today or whatever. And oh, the, it was their graduation. Graduation. Valedictory. They're everywhere. Valedictory he dinners. Sure, he, well, he sure wasn't sure whether it was a graduation or a formal or whatever it was. Two kids hop out of the helicopter. 
and and all the other kids have taken photos. Two kids have arrived. How's that? Is that the greatest entrance ever to your, to an event? Mato, this was my girlfriend's son. What do you mean? Riley, he goes to Kimberley College down yeah. at um, Cornubia, Carbrook there. What? He arrived with two of his mates in a helicopter at Indrapilly Golf Course. Is it the same place? Like yesterday afternoon. There you go. Oh, this Must, it's got to be him. Classic Brisbane. How is that possible that my <laughs> mate's seen that and your mate's son? I saw it on her Facebook page. Right she right shared on. it and she said, oh, you're so cool. I love you. You're a rock star. Oh. Look at you and your mates arriving by helicopter. Oh, so it was, mate. So they've... Gone three ways, two or three ways, have they? On the in they the chopper, they must have. Yeah, three ways in the uh, chopper. Can we? Uh, I, I tend to say wanker, but that's uh, that's fine. <laughs> he's if actually you, a really cool kid. If, yeah, your parents have treated, if your parents have treated you, that's that's fine. That's a nice little treat. If you've Are done the parents it yourself, really wealthy, possibly wanker. Are the parents oh, mega dead, wealthy mega at all? Wealthy? No. Yeah, right. What's so a chopper cost? I think they're surprisingly more affordable than you think. You think it's going to be tens of thousands of dollars, but no, it can no, end up being no, like no. a few hundred bucks a ticket. If well, you, you go, yeah, it's not a very long ride. It's like 15, 20 minutes, I think, generally. You do a fifteen minute ride Tangaloma. I think it's like two hundred fifty bucks. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, so What's your helicopter to Morton cost you when you go yeah, over Yeah, when there? you go. You know, yeah. when your mates, the Wagners, <laughs> fly you out into Toowoomba and. Cost me nothing. Is it, no is it broken? <laughs> it's normally, you'd be there on a Friday. Yeah. The it's helicopter fuel. <laughs> What I want to talk about is super duper entrances. Oh. Yeah, yeah. How oh. did you arrive? Like the arrival of Hot I've rods never at the wedding? Hot rods at a wedding? Yeah. Okay, one, triple, three, four. I, I want someone getting else? somewhere via a hot air balloon because you're always oh. rolling the dice with a hot air but balloon. You, you might, may not make the yeah. formal if the wind changes. That's right. You might be 10 <laughs> kilometres away. We've ended That's up silly. <laughs> we had a girl. Someone parachuted yeah. into anything. We had a girl at our formal. We had it at the Carlton Crest down there on the corner yeah. opposite King, King George, George Square all those years ago. Uh, she arrived via horse and cart. Like Kath and, no, was that on Kath we had and Kim, another guy, Kimmy's wedding? He, Remember, oh, um, yeah. Uh, what was the name? Horse-drawn carriage. Yes. Um, another Pumpkin. kid, He dro- his dad was a truck driver. He arrived in like a big Mack truck with oh, all the lights nice. on. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's cool. Greatest ever entrance, 1984 LA Olympics. A bloke came in on a jetpack. Oh, yeah. And the, we never saw oh. him again. Where are the jetpacks? I want to come, come in on, on a jetpack. I thought jet that was going to be the future. It was 40 years later. Yeah. Where are the jetpacks? Anyway. So we're going to do what's the best way to enter anything. Have a listen to Mick, Brackenridge Mick, Mother's Wedding car was a Mack truck with 10 Toyotas on it. Must what? Be, it must be one of those car Delivery car t- in transport jobs. I've got to get these to Melbourne, but we'll drop her off at the wedding. We've got to go to Callum here in Logan Village. One triple three five three. Callum, best entrance? Uh, my uh, my made uh, school and came to uh, formal in uh, World War II Army tank. Oh, stop it. Oh, that's impressive. <laughs> how, how, how do you get a World War II Army tank? He actually, um, he got it to the golf club in on the back of a flatbed, mate. Uh, Unreal. Yeah, and then who, just who, who, up the driveway in <laughs> the actual tank itself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did he pop up out of the top? Did it have like oh, a proper gun turret. and stuff on the on the on it? Yeah, all that. Um, <laughs> Jesus. He was actually on the news for it. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Uh, did it, did it have the like tracks that. on, like the Caterpillar tracks? Or was yeah, on yeah. Re- oh, that. Did he end up in the army at any stage down the track? Like, was it oh. an interest or a passion of his? Um, I think he just he just likes that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Hold on, okay. Um, where, where do you actually find a tank? Who owns it? Tanks are us. Uh, his neighbour actually. His neighbour okay. okay. actually owns like three. Okay. He's prepping, on, he's prepping for yeah, Armageddon, yeah, isn't yeah, he? Don't take it. I want to know his neighbour in case anything goes wrong. Don't have a fight with oh that neighbour. Hey, look at Ryan from Cooper Rent a tank. I found it. Rent a tank. <laughs> Are you You're that, kidding. Is How that much? water tanks? It's called www.tankrent.com.au. Just check if that's water tanks or army Huge tanks. Huge range please. of military vehicles for hire. Oh, well, that beats Ryan from Cooper <laughs> Can't get you on, mate. Sorry, Ryan. Wife arrived at, at the wedding on oh. a John Deere tractor. Nice. Hey, wrap it up David on the sunny coast, mate. Best entrance. What do you got? 
I'm an educator, and we had a girl turn up at the grade 12 formal, dressed as Cleopatra, being carried in by eight grade 12 boys. Yes. That a girl. That a girl. Just setting the standards out, up on the big chair, oh, on the shoulders. Yep, up on the chair. Oh, where is she That's now? That's unreal. I love that. Like, where is she now? Yeah, ruling the world. Yeah. 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 Still. Right. Who run the world? She peaked, peaked, I think. Wish hey, I hadn't asked. Callum <laughs> and uh, David, why don't we hook them up with these Treasury Brisbane gift cards valued at 150 50 bucks. Good on you, boys. Well done, Dave. Excellent. Thank you. Easy as. Uh, Check it out. Treasurybrisbane.com.au. You can grab one of these gift cards. 150 bucks to use at restaurant, bars, hotels, and more. Educator. A fast food wars are going on at the moment, and the uh, one of the problems is the Hungry Jacks, the name of their burgers. Big Jack. Now at Hungry Jack's. Hungry Jack's Big Jack, a direct copy oh. of the Big Mac, said McDonald's, but Hungry Jack's doubled down. Think you can handle it? Meet the Mega Jack. <laughs> on the eve of... Uh, on the eve of... McHappy Day. McHappy Day. Day. Disrespectful. The, the ruling came down. There's been a battle between the two of them because Hungry uh, McDonald's are going, uh, yeah, that sounds a little bit like our Big Mac. What, Big Jack? What? Can you not it's hear it? It's a play on words. Can you not hear it? Well, listen. And have you seen... Is the burger similar? They look identical. Has well, anyone tasted it? Don't all burgers look the same? Oh. Hasn't some, someone tasted it? But, but... Is it a triple bun? Is it two meat patties, lettuce, mayo, special Big Mac sauce? It's Pretty much. Exactly but they're the worried about range. the... Na- <gasps> it's more about the name, is it? But the owner of, of Hungry Jack's in Australia, his name's Jack Cowan. He's mm. a very wealthy man. So they all went to court on the... And McDonald's... Oh. McDonald's had a Mega Mac too. It was a Mac attack, a Trademark infringement, they said. <laughs> they went straight to court and lost. Oh, well. Oh, McDonald's well. lost. Yeah. I know. I what don't do know how s- either. The law works in funny ways, doesn't it? Here's the high court ruling. I've concluded that Big Jack is not deceptively similar to Big Mac and Mega Jack is not deceptively similar to Mega Mac. How many times how? has that judge how been pierced not? on the way home? God, <laughs> he doesn't know. Is this a Big Jack or a Big Mac I'm eating? He's never had one. Why didn't uh, McDonald's launch a counter-offensive and just have the Hungry Mac? Oh, my God. Dude, you're going to steal our stuff. We'll steal it. McDonald's, are you listening? They're very good friends of ours. Hey, listen, it wasn't all one-way traffic, all right? So Hungry Jack's claimed they won that bit. But then there was also a claim, you know how they go, oh, 25% extra or bigger burger, etc. Yep. Trouble. But it didn't all go Hungry Jack's way. There was also a beef over their claims that the burgers were 25% bigger. So they sent experts across 50 stores in Brisbane and Melbourne weighing the patties. What and? a job. Oh, my Lord. What a 50. How'd we go? Mm-hmm. And they found that Hungry Jack's was telling whoppers. Samples oh. collected found the Big Jack was bigger by an average 15%, not the 25% claim. Liars. Yeah, but we all know men lie about the size of things, don't they? Yeah, it's generally always smaller than they anticipate. Yeah. You know the problem was? McDonald's, you know what? They lost the lawsuit. Mm, here we go. Here we, we go. go. Hold on, drum roll. Wait do, for it. Do you know who their lawyer was? This is going to be point? good. Where'd my drum roll? Do you know who the lawyer was? They appointed of all the staff members. Oh, it could have been Ronald or not that. Hamburger. Hamburger. That wasn't worth it. <laughs> Triple M breakfast. Don't worry, I've heard you. I've heard you on Triple M's burner phone. How are you? What are we? Mm. An hour 45 into the show and you haven't brought up the AFL fixture. 
which got released yesterday. And I want to apologise on behalf of Marto Margo and myself. That is reprehensible behaviour, but it is time to talk about the I hope you. Oh, I finally. hope you don't think you're going to go through the whole thing. All I saw was... Go round by round. ...is the first game against Carlton at the Gabba. Yeah. That's a ripper against Fossey's team. That's and then, round zero. But all it. you need to know, Margo, I get involved in this, is on Easter Thursday we play the grand final replay against Collingwood at the Gabba. Oh, sorry. I'm going to be watching the Broncos Stop. versus the Cowboys oh. at Suncorp. Thank you very much. That's a good Friday class. We, we've been the down the track of the... No, we the haven't talked about the NRL respect. draw enough, I don't feel. We talked three days in a row about oh. the bloody NRL no, draw. No, I don't think... I enough? don't feel like we covered off on oh. it enough. Oh, the Dolphins won't have their origin players for uh, all three Grand final games. replay, round three, Thursday the 21st of March. Oh. Panthers v Broncos at Penrith Stadium. Thank you very much. I'm going to be there. Can I not bring up the AFL Penrith. once on this show without you ding-dongs talking NRL? That always <laughs> the bridesmaid, never the bride. We'll stop with the AFL for a second. There'll be another verse coming in about the fixture in a second. Do I save the game of the season for last, round six, Tigers v Dragons? Battle for the Spoon, game of the season. That's not the game of the season. Let's get back to you. Wooden Spooners. Let's get back to you going to Penrith. Why are you bother going to Penrith? What are you doing? I've got a Penrith Panthers fan in the house, remember? Listen, I've had enough of you You're the only one I can talk about AFL with, but I'm thirsty over here. I'm calling. I I need some moisture. It's Memphis's birthday. She's a big Nathan Cleary fan. She's trying to white Aunt Mary Fowler. She's 13. She'll be 14 in March, oh, well, so, that For the game, the she'll be... <laughs> How many goals has she scored for Australia? Like, fair. She'll be our future firebird. I, I, I don't want to talk ill, and it's some years off. What about the triple header on Anzac Day? What, what triple header yeah, on Yeah, Warriors Day? v Titans, Draggers, Roosters, I'm Storm, Rabbitohs. I'm sorry. What have you got, no, sir? What have you got to interest me? Oh, come on. The Lions have only got two games at the MCG. How are we going to get better at the MCG and buck the trend of this supposed hoodoo if we don't bloody play down there? What have you got, Mark? Well, I've got uh, the Battle of Brookvale, round 15, Manly v Storm. Speaking of Melbourne, Uh, the Storm. I watched um, one day, I went and saw Manly Storm at Brookie. It was quite a good game. It's a good game. What have you got? Uh, Teams we play twice. We play the Pies twice. So we play them the second last round, I believe, and then obviously round three, as you mentioned, which is good Thursday, if you want to call it that. Play the Ds twice. Our first game of the G will be against the Ds. Have they put the broom through the line since they lost the grand final? I wouldn't have thought so. Hey, what about this? The number one ticket holder. Are you kidding? We got Tom Duda. What about this one? Brisbane Broncos, first home daytime. Oh, your microphone stopped working. See this one, Margo. Broncos play the Panthers, Rabbitohs, Storm and Roosters. Oh, your microphone stopped working too. So we'll know by about round five whether we're the real deal because we'll play down at the G against the Demons, the Lions. (laughs) Marto, Margo and Dan on Triple M Breakfast. They're Brisbane as. It's uh, important that we keep on top of all the infrastructure that's getting developed, and that's why we have this Erection segment. Chat. If you missed that, you played it a bit early. Why the groan? Why? Erection why? Chat. Because everyone finds things being built quite exciting. Sex like, sells. what about this? You know about the bridge. Sailing down from the port of Brisbane in several paces, up to 25 metres in length, the mast of the Kangaroo Point Green Bridge, assembled by crane over the Brisbane River. 25 metres in length. It's amazing. Have you been down to the Kangaroo Point Cliffs and watched this in action? Have you seen how big the pylon is? I have to say. Not just us. Love a big pylon. So you love a bridge chat. Well, former engineer. Mm, And the spectacle of it finished, the tallest Mm. bridge, it it does, it is quite an erection. it was only last Friday when they completed, they put the um, the span in the Breakfast Creek Bridge. There's a lot of bridge guys. Oh and our Lord Mayor's excited. 
It's really getting exciting. Uh, things are coming together. The bridge is taking shape. That's as actually as excited as Adrian Trini. Yeah, that's that's full on <laughs> excitement. He's an engineer. They don't get too excited either. Brisbane has only been talking about this bridge for a hundred years. <laughs> this will change the way people will move around the inner city of Brisbane. That's who, wanted this, who wanted this bridge a hundred years, years ago? Someone said, you know, what we need here. We go down to where QUT mm. will exist one right. day. Listen, I know everyone's keen for the the stats. Here's some actual numbers. The mast is already about 70 metres above mm. the river and yeah. will get even higher. Oh, yeah. The final 28-metre piece to be Ooh. sailed up the Brisbane River on a barge and under the Story Bridge at low tide. All right, did everyone oh, hear that? Yeah. 28 metres long, OK? 98 metres in total. No, 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 but just just remember that number, 28. Hey, 28, I'm listening. Yeah. Yeah. And the clearance under the Story Bridge is only 30 metres. Oh, so Jesus. It's oh, a very precise tide. operation. I don't think Brisbane residents will have ever seen anything quite as tall pass underneath the story bridge. What Do you see the bloke who was all nervous because he said there's mm. going to be a heap of people out watching right. and this is not one we want to stuff up. Imagine well, like, running a pylon into the story. What else is on this week? When did your pylon get stuck? <laughs> well, what else is on this weekend? <laughs> what else is on this weekend? That guy taking nude photos of oh. people along and Triple M Breakfast. Hey, take this, Socceroos. They won 7-0 against oh. Bangladesh. Yes. Oh, a scintillating yes. start. Yes. Uh, kicked off their World Cup qualifying campaign uh, with Jamie McLaren scoring a hat trick in the 7-0 thumping of Bangladesh. If you didn't know their names yesterday, you'll know them today. That's classic McLaren. Three goals, eh? Hang on, slow down. Give me the time and the player and I'll play. Harry Suda, you know the big tall Scottish guy. Fourth minute he's got a opening goal. Who was next? Uh, then in the 20th then Mitch minute. Mitch Duke earned a rapid uh, fire brace in the 37th and 40th minutes. Then, uh, uh, what's that Borello's name? Brandon Borello. He called one in the 20th. Yep. And then, then Melbourne City striker McLaren came off the bench to score in the 48th, 70th and 84th minutes. Margot. Sorry, we're just... Is what is talking about them. Here you go. Yes. Even more exciting, Dan. You're going to have. Is that the most impressive display you've seen from McLaren off the bench and to get a hat trick? Yeah, that's incredible amazing. stuff, Marta. Incredible. incredible stuff. In other news, Graham Arnold's record-breaking 59th A international as yeah. head coach. What's that mean? Was he happy with the 7-0? Was he no expecting idea. more? I don't know. So they were 4-0 up at halftime. I mean, I'd expect the Bangladeshis should have probably put 10 on it. I'm not sure the Bangladesh is the great soccer nation. Cricket, the, they perhaps? Were pay, they were paying $52 for the win. They played in front of 20,876 fans at Amy Park. Right, I thought listen, that was a lot. Are we happy with ourselves? Honestly, right. we are the richest country in the world per oh. capita. Up next, we're playing Palestine. Do you not think they've got enough going on? They've had to move the game to Kuwait. From we, Gaza. Gutless. Are, we, are they not playing it in Gaza City? Are we no. happy with ourselves as a country beating them 7-0, Bangladesh, and now what rubbing it in with Palestine? Jesus yeah. Christ. It was also the 50th what year celebration of the 1973 Socceroos when they first qualified for a World Cup ever. Quick, so a huge well, night for the Socceroos, and, and we'd like to apologise to them uh, for overlooking they're them in the, the lead-up to they're this. They're not the Matildas, though. Like 7-0 no. against Bangladesh. Will that get them a statue? They well, need to finish fourth. Thank you. So the boys have got to aim to get into the semi-final, lose that, and then lose the third-fourth match. Third, let's go, Socceroos. Let's go. Let's get fourth. Classic soccer chat. Triple M, Mardo, Margo. Oh, it's not that one. Sorry, I thought Margo's hair straightener might have set off the <laughs> fire alarm. It's been a lot. I wanted yeah. this one. Full-time team. All right. I got- just before we go. Yep. 
Um, International Men's Day on Sunday. We've got a big dinner at Callumvale Hotel. Wonderful blokes. I'll tell you about it on Monday. If anyone wants to turn up, I guess we could squeeze you in. We Callumbale. had the guy on the tomorrow. show, Marto. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did too. Scotty Bannon. Scotty Bannon. Went to Bowie High. Mm-hmm. Went to Bowie Desert High a couple of years above Corey. Yeah. Yeah, good fellow. we got a comedians. You know, Barney used to be on the footy show and Rob Brown, who's a friend of the show. Yep. Got the bloke who started Titans, Sheds and T- Temporary Fence. It, it's oh, going to be a beautiful night celebrating blokes. Are there till still tickets available? I guess so. Where is it at? Callumvale Hotel. Callumvale Hotel. Saturday, Look it up. International Men's or something or other. Well, that's a good one. There's a lot mm. of men obviously doing very, very well, but there's a lot of blokes struggling out we're, there. We're having well, a so. man. We're talking. Yeah, we're exactly. talking. That's what we're doing. There's a guy down there in Logan Way. Um, he's a barber. I've got him on stage tomorrow night too. Oh, that's cool. I'll tell you about him Monday. Are you getting a haircut though? That would be good. On stage? Can you put some effort in, please? I've worn a polo shirt today. I'm trying to. I've got Margot. Margot looks beautiful. And what's this? I've got toweling shorts. What is that dandruff? What's on his show? Our producer said to me, oh, you look really right. nice. I said, that's because I don't look like the homeless man that I usually look like 90% of the time. Yeah, you fit in with Marta and I, looking, looking nice. Shaggy's all right. It's a thing. What's that? Having shaggy hair and stuff. Is it? Yeah. Reese Walsh has shaggy hair. Is he? Mm. Hey, guys, I've just... You should get a low taper fade, Marto. That's all the rage. Or a bursa fade. Oh, my hook? Ask that for from your barber. It's all the rage at the moment. Low what is taper it? Low fade. Low taper fade. Yeah. Hey, sorry, team. Sorry to... I've... Please get out the airspace. There's a 747 oh. coming. Sorry. Oh, it's coming Mitch, in. Mitch in the morning. What's up? Ready for takeoff. Marto, I heard mm. you talking about the PGA, the party hole that you go into on Thursday. Yeah, you mean Marto's party Marto's hole? Marto's hole's oh, open no. for business on Thursday. <laughs> Hold on. It's not just me. There'll be a lot of other people there. Well, I thought yeah, you need, well. you know, some party music to go with your party oh, hole. So... Favourite. I am starting today Don't with your favourite song. Yeah. He knows every word. If, could you play this from the start? Yeah, I was working as a waitress at a cocktail bar the beach when this I met you. This is your song. Yeah, this is our only song we know all the words to. All right, clear the runway. Mitch in the morning coming up and we'll talk to you Monday. See you Monday. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Triple M Breakfast Podcast for Chemist Warehouse. Hurry into Chemist Warehouse for the Christmas fragrance sale. Shop our huge range of fragrances at the lowest prices. Chemist Warehouse, great savings every day.